Welcome to the MicroSamplify podcast, a partner to the MicroSampling blog from Neoterex. Listen in as we hear from key thought leaders in research science and medicine testify to the powers of microsampling in their industry. Your host for this episode of our podcast is Dr. James Rudge, Technical Director at Neoterex. James spoke with Dr. JJ Kim in the UK. They discussed how the NHS is using Mitra blood microsampling kits to make life a little easier for pediatric patients who have received organ transplants. Hi, this is James from Neoterex. Today we're going to be talking to pediatric nephrologist, Dr. JJ Kim from the Nottingham Children's Hospital in the United Kingdom about the groundbreaking at-home capillary blood sampling kit that Dr. Kim and his team have developed for at-home patient monitoring. Hi, Dr. Kim. Thank you for your time today, especially under the current circumstances. I was wondering if you would be able to answer some questions for us. Could you let us know a little bit about yourself and what you do on a day-to-day -day basis to help pediatric transplant patients? Hi, James. Uh, thanks for the invite to do this. Uh ad hoc interview uh, concerning count on me and uh, at the time of recording there's uh, an outbreak of coronavirus which is really uh, causing a lot of stress I reckon. Uh, so I'm a consultant pediatric nephrologist. I work at Nottingham Children's Hospital and we cover quite a big geographical area. Uh, so we stretch all the way up uh, to Yorkshire um, down to the Midlands and across to the um, East Coast. Uh, I want to say it's an area almost the size of Scotland. Um, so some of our patients have to actually travel quite far uh, to come and see us in Nottingham because we, we are located at almost like a corner of, of the geographical area. Uh, but we serve about 10% of the pediatric population. Um, I look after children um, from CKD to dialysis to transplantation. Oh, thank you. And you've created a kit called Count on Me. Could you tell us a little bit about the kit and what prompted you to develop it? Uh, we wanted to find a way to make it easier for the uh, children and families to have their blood test. Um, some of the families were having to to travel up to three hours to come and visit us. And I thought, actually, if we can do a, a, a kit which patients can use to do their tests at home, this would be, be fantastic. Um, so we started off with that idea and we wanted to, to have a really good name for the idea. So we called it Count on Me. And Count on Me represents the patients doing their own tests at home. Um, but also is us trusting the patients, um, wanting them to be more involved in their care. Uh, so it started off as an idea and it's now become a kit and we're hoping to take it a bit further on. Uh, but essentially the kit has all you need uh, to do the blood test. Uh, it has all the equipment, uh, but more importantly, actually, it, it, we, we built it to be very user-friendly um, so that it doesn't look scary for the children. Uh, we've also 
um, had a designer which came up with uh, very simple drawings on, on, on how to do the test. Um, so it's everything you need. It comes in a kit and it's very user friendly. Oh, that's brilliant. And how do patients and parents of your transplant recipients actually use the kit? So we, we have experience now going back almost one year uh, in a small number of patients doing the count on me kit at home. Um, and generally speaking, we've, we've been asking them to test once a month. Um, I think over the year, we've learned a lot about how to do it. Um, there were some small mistakes which we made at the start on um, how we got patients to do the test. Uh, we learned that uh, not only can you underfill the sample, actually you can overfill the sample, which means that you can put too much blood uh, on the tips. So, so really, it's, it's in the last few months that we've uh, fine-tuned the way we teach patients how to do the blood test. Um, and now we're getting quite reliable results. So you've actually found uh, good ways in which to teach the um, teach the uh, the parents and the uh, and and your patients how to how to sample. And I presume that is then to uh, when when you've uh, conducted a finger prick to to then uh, touch the the blood um, to allow that sample to fill uh, from a vertical angle. Um, then you count uh, once it's full of uh, two two seconds. Then gently pull the tip away and then put that. Uh, um, and then, then, then close the, uh, the the cartridge up and put it into the bag for for sending. Is that is that the kind of the procedure that you recommend? That's that's exactly right, James. So um, again, it's it's we we've made some videos uh, for patients to actually have a look, and and sometimes it's easier to understand looking at the videos. But essentially, the if, if I can give two important tips on, on how to, to do the test. The, the first tip is uh, to make it easier to get the blood. What you should do is to, to milk the finger upwards. So, so squeezing from the bottom of the finger upwards. Uh, so pushing up and down so that you get a nice drop of blood. So that's the first tip. The, the second tip is it's to, to do exactly what um, Neoterix advises, which is you have to use the tip pointing downwards uh, and, and just basically touch the tip onto the uh, drop of blood and just let the tip soak up the, the blood on its own. Um, that way, what you're ensuring is that the whole of the tip gets filled up um, and it does it kind of in a very controlled way. Oh, that's excellent. And uh, um, uh, there will, will be um, there will be um, the uh, uh, the link to your your website um, um, that the people will be able to follow after after this um, after this 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 uh, this video. So yeah. Um, so. How, do, how long does it take to get a result after posting a collected sample? It depends on your local laboratory. Um, in, 
in theory, you will get a result in two working days because it takes one day um, for, for you to post it and for the lab to receive it. So in the UK, we do it first class, which means that it takes one day. And then when the lab gets it, it takes another day for them uh, to process the sample. Um, so that's, that's what it, it takes in, in practice. It does depend on how often the lab is doing it. It might not be doing the test every day. Having said that, there's no reason why you can't get the result within, within 24 hours because actually, uh, if we have enough patients doing the test, then it makes it more worthwhile for the lab to, to do the, to run the, the test every day. So there's nothing to say that, for example, if you post it on Monday, the lab gets it on Tuesday morning, processes the sample, and you might even get the result on the same day on Tuesday. It really just depends on uh, the logistics and depends on the lab. Uh, okay. And so, so the, obviously the, um, the count on me sample is a, is a dried blood sample. Um, how does that, those results from um, the, um, the tips compare to uh, a standard blood test? So that's a very good question, James. Um, if I can answer that in two parts. Um, the first part is what's the precision of the test? So the, the lab experts, when they are setting up the test, they use um, what they call standard reagents where they know the exact value of uh, what they're testing. And when they're doing that, actually, the imprecision is about 2%. Mm. So this is as good as any lab test, whether you're um, doing it from uh, patient samples or the, the normal way of doing it um, in hospital. So when the lab has set up this assay, the, it's, it's very precise. The, the second part is, what happens then when patients actually do the test themselves and send, and you send it to, to the lab? Um, I think you then introduce a little bit of variability. Um, and that's why we are very focused on making sure that patients are comfortable and, um, and take their time to learn how to do the test. So, so we found that actually if you can, teach the way of doing the test at home, then you can get very good, consistent results, which are pretty much same as the results you get in hospital. Um, it would be nice to do more validation studies, but I, I think from a practical point of view, and this is just not just me saying it, we've been to uh, a European meeting uh, where other people are also doing this test. I think we're saying that actually we are ready to roll this out now to patients. Um, the, the variability and, and the, the labs have learned how to do this. And from my point of view, we've, we've done this for one year now and we've learned how, what's the best way of doing this. So the, the, the tests are reliable. Um, we're, we're ready to roll out. 
uh, testing at home. That's really great to know. So, so you've been running this for a year or so already. That's that, that's absolutely super. So, do you actually have patients already um, using the kit, piloting the kit, and uh, and if so, what has their feedback been like? So, uh, we've only done it in a small number of patients over the last one year. Um, for for those that we've managed to train, uh, they they really like it. Um, they, they find it a very flexible way of um, doing the blood test. Uh, it saves them a day off school and a day off work. Uh, it, it, it saves them having to travel. Um, it's, it's easier because they, they do it from, from the sofa of their own home. Um, and actually, I, I find that it, it makes them more engaged in their treatment as well. So, so I, I think it, it's, it's been beneficial. As I said, there's been a learning curve over the last one year. Um, so uh, in, in the last few months, we've, we've learned how to, to do the samples properly. And, and I think that's the main thing. Um, you know, I can't emphasize it enough. Um, you know, we want to make sure that people are comfortable doing the test in, in the correct way. Okay, that's really good to, good to know. Um, you mentioned earlier about the COVID-19 situation. What's your advice to your patients and their parents who are taking immunosuppressives at the moment? Uh, thanks, thanks, Jim. I, I'm sure there's a lot of anxiety about what's happening right now and uh, the risk with the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I, I think my message is to to talk to your medical teams um, and it's to, to listen to the government advice. Um, so at the moment, the UK government has uh, advised that patients with transplants really need to self-isolate uh, for the next 12 weeks. Uh, and And I think... I think we really have to follow that as strictly as possible um, to to reduce your own risk. Um, so, so I want to say, you know, talk to your medical teams because actually, for, for some patients, it is still very important to come to hospital appointments and to have your follow up um, because there'll be there'll be some things which you can only do in hospital, uh, like a full panel of blood tests, um, and and obviously. Um, ha- having a, a general checkup. Having said that, there'll be some patients who are who are stable, and uh, and, and if you're very stable, then I would say you know talk again, talk to your medical team. Uh, it might be worth mentioning that actually there's a way now of doing your test from home and uh, to save you coming to hospital and uh, to, to save kind of traveling out essentially, which could be risky. Um, but, but really, uh, I think the message is, you know, talk to your medical team, um, find out what's the best option for you. Oh, that's good to know. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, it's obviously a very worrying time for, for many, many people. So going back to your kits, um, are they available now? Um, how do people find more information about the kits? <laughs> James, I, I've got to admit that we, we, we didn't make this 
kit with the idea of doing this during the pandemic. So, so actually, um, I, I'm not sure if I can say that the kit's in production because actually we've been, we've been doing this for, for our own patients in Nottingham, not, not at a very big scale. Um, if, if people wanted help on, um, doing home testing, um, for, for their own patients, then, um, what, what I've said to, to my colleagues in other hospitals in UK is that actually, um, we, we can help, uh, help you guys set it up. Uh, and, and that can be at any level. We can, um, we can post out some mini kits to, to patients so that they can send the samples to us for testing. Or, or we can actually even help you guys. Um, you know, I'm preparing a list of what patients need for, for home testing. You can make up your own kits. Um, and, and again, at the lab level, um, uh, we, we work together with uh, our kits get sent to, to, um, Prof Brian Keeville's lab in Withamshaw, Manchester. Um, I'm, I'm sure he's more than happy that the team at, at Manchester are more than happy to, to help out local labs if they need any, uh, support in setting up the testing in their own lab. So, so I think, I think we're, we're here to try and kind of democratize the system. Uh, we're, we're here to support teams as much as possible. Um, uh, to kind of make it safer for, for patients. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us about Count On Me. Uh, we wish you all the greatest success with this groundbreaking service for at-home collection. So again, thank you, Dr. Kim. Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. If you want to know more about Count On Me kits, including more detailed videos, and a testimony from a, from a patient's mother on how the kits have really helped her son's graft maintenance, then please follow the link. Many thanks for listening.